you're listening to The Cultured Podcast, a weekly conversation hosted by me, Michelle Corey, that breaks down the barriers surrounding art, theater, travel, and more to serve a digestible dose of culture for all. Hello, crew. Welcome to another episode of The Cultured Podcast. We've got quite the song and dance for you today. Literally, we've got a Broadway star on the show today, and we're going to be talking about musical theater, the ins and outs of what it takes to be a singer, dancer, actor on the Broadway stage, or on any stage, really. So Adriana Hicks is our amazing guest today. She is currently Seely in the color purple. I mean, come on! So she's touring around the whole nation, and she's bringing joy and an incredible voice to all of her audiences. And we're going to be talking to her about how she does it and where she got her start. Really interesting stuff. But first, let's talk about what's inspiring me this week. I actually just got back from a trip to New York City, and I celebrated Thanksgiving there. Gobble, gobble. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Got back from New York City, and... My God, is there any city in the world like Manhattan? I mean, that island is just bustling with so much arts and culture. I would argue it's one of the arts and culture hubs of the world. And there's just so much to do there that's free. And so if you're in New York City, make sure you check out all of the free museums, free exhibitions that are going on. They're constantly changing. Some of them are permanently free. But there's no city like New York that brings arts and culture within reach, no matter if you have a tight budget or not. So it was really such a joy seeing all the Christmas decorations and spending time with my family over there and meeting some of my longstanding network that that I've only been talking to over the phone. And just the, the magic of New York sweeps me up and, and takes me to cloud nine. But I always like coming back to Atlanta because it's a little too intense for me sometimes. I'd love to hear about what you think about New York if you've ever been. What are some of the museums, the cultural attractions that you really enjoy and recommend to others? And I'd love to add it to the show notes uh, and to the website whenever you want to send that information over. All right, y'all, it's time to head to the Broadway stage and talk to Adriana Hicks. Here we go. Get those jazz hands ready. Adriana, welcome to the Cultured Podcast. It is so good to have you. Why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Hi, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here talking with you. And uh, my name is Adriana Hicks. I am a musical theater performer, and I am currently playing Seely in the national tour of the Color Purple Revival. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> so how did you get into musical theater in the first place? It kind of goes a little bit back, well, a ways back, sort of. <laughs> um, I, I started to sing when I was in, in church, like when I was ever since I could talk. And um, I didn't know much about musical theater until I went to high school. And that's when I saw my first musical, which was Guys and Dolls, which is an old classic in the golden age of musical theater. And, oh, um, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I fell in love with that musical. And I fell in love with the production that our that our um, high school put on at the time. And, and I just, everything just clicked for me because I always been a musical, musically inclined to certain things. I always wanted to either play an instrument or a dance 
bands, and most importantly, definitely always wanted to sing, always been singing. And um, to see this musical for the first time and just to see everyone on stage living life, it was that was just the, okay, this is what you need to do, <laughs> just to incorporate everything together, you know. It was great. Yeah, that's spectacular. And the theme keeps coming up with my interviews that school w- played a critical role in opening our minds to the arts or performing arts. And so I, I every single episode drive the point home that we need funding in schools because this helps mm-hmm. shape our future Broadway stars. This helps shape our future artists who help mold generations and inspire generations. So a lot of people don't realize how intense it is to be a stage performer, but let alone a musical theater actor. So tell us a little bit about what the dynamic is like on stage and all the things that go through your head when you're even just in rehearsals trying to figure out your character and all that. Yeah, you know, it's such a beautiful journey, um, and I often say this, and and I don't mean this in a bad way at all, but it's literally all of the feelings, <laughs> because especially with the role that I'm currently playing, because this character, Celie, goes through so many, so many things. She's been dealt a, a pretty interesting hand of cards in her life, especially at a young age, at a young age, and the process of going through at least with this character in particular, it's really been up and down and trying to manage, like, separating Adriana from Seely. Um, It's been a beautiful journey, but also relating to Seely in so many ways. I'm very thankful for that. And, and yeah, like in any process, you have to listen to your body, listen to your, to your soul, really. Like, what do I need in this moment? How can I stay open and remain honest as I'm performing and that that's pretty much the journey and you go through you allow yourself to be vulnerable because I I believe that is like the major key to creativity is vulnerability um your ability to just be yourself be completely like in theory naked on stage and uh, that really touches the hearts and souls of people because they're able to see oh that's my story or that's me on stage and and what an awesome way to relate to the human race is be able to tell stories that that people can relate to. Yeah. They can Without a doubt. With a glimmer of hope. Yeah. yeah. And that, that act of, of feeling completely naked spiritually and emotionally yeah. on stage is really intimidating, but it's what produces some of the most powerful performances. And like you said, you're, you're now in a role that is very bare and, and has so many struggles that she goes through in life. So tell us a little bit about the journey of getting to know Celie and then becoming her. The journey started for me back on Broadway whenever it came almost two years ago. It was interesting because I got to watch from the sidelines, but also play her a, a numerous amount of times. And at the beginning for me, it was pretty much like, get through the show. <laughs> Just make it to the end. <laughs> Just right. see what you can do. And, and um, you know, as I've been able to step into her shoes fully and discover it for myself, the journey has been completely beautiful because I've been able to discover the heart of this woman and to discover her authenticity and the simplicity and almost like how she is a little naive in a lot of in a lot of ways, but at the same time, it's very honest and it's beautiful. And that's where it kind of started off with me. And I always told myself before I even performed in rehearsal or, or before we started, really started the tour, I said, Adriana, your main responsibility is to be honest and to be your authentic self in front of whatever audiences you're in front of, because I didn't want anything to get in the way of that, you know, of me telling the story as truthfully as I could, because I, 
I haven't experienced any of the major major things that Celie has gone through, but at the same time, the fact that we're able to have a human connection is what's really important to me, and I wanted to pay, play that as honestly as I could. So my journey has been really stepping into that. It's such a roller coaster that I, I have to literally stand there every night and allow the emotions to hit me the way they want to hit me that day. And some days I cry, I'm boohooing, and some days I'm just, I can be more firm. Some days I'm just, it, but all of it is all vulnerability for sure. Right. How fascinating. What an intense mm-hmm. journey. So yeah. talk to us a little bit about what it's like in the rehearsal process. Like, how often are you rehearsing leading up to the first performance? And what do those rehearsals actually look like? Oh, yeah, sure. Well, with our rehearsal process, we we had eight-hour days of rehearsal. So we will rehearse from 10 a.m. to 5, 6 p.m. at night and uh, with an hour break. So it would be like seven hours of rehearsal. And um, the journey with us was is really wonderful that one of the best experiences I've ever had because um, we had an amazing, we have an amazing director, John Doyle, and um, our assistant direct, director, Maddie DiCarlo, who was there and, and they literally dissected every single moment in the show and and checked in with us to see like how we're connecting and giving ideas of like how this should work and um the thing about our show is that it's very stripped down in general just with like there's not there's only one set piece there's not really a lot of props there's it's just basically you on stage with a bunch of chairs there are a lot of chairs i have to say that <laughs> but um is that liberating that, or mm-hmm. intimidating to have such little bit of set and props, you know, because sometimes you yeah. can really rely on a set or a prop mm-hmm. uh, to prop you up, so to speak. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So that was that was what the journey of rehearsal was like to just realize, OK, you know, there's nothing that you can hide behind. And that's what I love about our direction from John Doyle is because he with doing this, he has um, allowed us to come to the, the very essence of this story and to be able to tell a very human experience for some people, you know, um, not everyone, but to like have a human connection. And uh, that was the the rehearsal process really helped to solidify that because it's very easy in, in the world that we live in today. It's very easy to get caught up in technology and and phone calls and, you know, texting and, and we never, we never even make eye contact anymore. But with this show, because you don't have those things, you don't have kicking your face and dance numbers and, and glitter and glitz and light. You don't, you don't have all of this. You're, it forces you to come back to the essence. It forces you to come back to almost like ground zero and just really discover that the human race is beautiful and we just being our authentic selves and being who we are is is more than enough. So that process was really amazing for me. And to be able to trust that I am enough, you know, because there's a, a big number in the show that I sing at the end called I'm Here. There's no moving of chairs. There's no more. She's moving the whole show, but that's the moment where she really finds herself and says she's beautiful. And (laughs) it is kind of overwhelming to stand on that stage and it's completely bare and nothing but you and God. And you're just kind of like, okay, I, I just choose to say yes, that I'm supposed to be here right now and um, that I'm more than enough. And I am extremely grateful for that and how the direction of this show has led me to fully embrace that because it, it, it can be tedious. It can be hard to, 
you know, make sure you're you're up to par every single day. Make sure that it's good because it can often be feel like a a product must be made, you know, with with sure. anything of any entertainment form. But what I love about this is that it gets back to the 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 purity of art, the uniqueness of art that always is creating, always is is putting beautiful things out there in order to change the world. Man, that sounds almost like a spiritual experience being up there with such a <laughs> yes. bare stage. You know, yes, that's wow. it. That's exactly it. And you started singing in church. So let's go back mm-hmm. to those days of of when you first started singing, but also the different training that it took to get to Broadway because you know, it it takes a lot of different forms of discipline. So what are some of the things that you have trained in throughout your life to get to where you are today? Yeah, um, back at church, you know, it was, it was, it was easy for me, because I, you know, it's something that I just naturally love to do. Um, Never been trained in it. I didn't actually get training until I went to college. So um, I was really new and and some people say green to (laughs) the musical theater so much so, so much so that like even my audition songs to get into, I just knew that that was what I wanted to do after my whole experience that I just mentioned from high school. I, (laughs) going into auditions, I remember only knowing music from Dreamgirls and not knowing that, oh, Adriana, you have to have a variety of of songs. <laughs> but hey, that's a good catalog to start with. Yeah, Shoot. <laughs> right, exactly. So I was like, I'm just going to sing, you know, Dream Girls. And I was auditioning for all these major schools. And thank God, University of Oklahoma took me in. So I'm <laughs> school of that's musical amazing. theater. I love my Boomer Sooners, okay? <laughs> but um, yeah, they, they took me in. And I learned so much from, man, just from the beginning. And also, having the training of just going to regional theaters, performing at regional theaters and outside of school, like that's also a training ground as well. Cause we have, you know, we have people in our cast as well who haven't been to school um, and they're doing fabulous. So every, every point of training that I had, whether in school or not has been essential for me. And every day I have to literally check in and also surrender to the fact that yes, you are a lead, you are doing this. And, managing my health as far as like working out every day, making sure I get plenty of sleep, water, also eating right, it, it, everything, every element of life pretty much factors into what I have to do as my profession and in a beautiful way. It's nothing, it's nothing terrible because I'm the best Adriana that I can possibly be. And I don't know if I would have been that if I hadn't, if my destiny or my purpose hadn't been in musical theater, you know, because it, it really helped me to be mindful to take care of myself. And that's, that's pretty much the journey every single day. I wake up, I check in, I I have a, a normal routine that sets in, always warming up the voice before singing. And yeah, just making sure you're physically ready, warmed up. It's It's a whole, it's like being, it's like being an athlete. It pretty much is it is and it's so it's it's just like athletes it's so mind body spirit it's very Mm -hmm. intensive with both your body and your spirit and your mind but it's a very physical exercise and you're talking about not just like in movement or standing for hours under hot lights and spotlights but Mm -hmm. also the fact that you have to sing and you really have to belt during the performance yeah and even like the audience you know the audience are, are just wonderful and and your adrenaline kicks in <laughs> right. and how learning as well which is very interesting learning about the voice and learning how adrenaline really can affect everything of your body it's it's like wow I would have never known that 
what what are some <laughs> of the I, ways it affects it? I'm fascinated yeah, by that. I mean, when I first went on for Seely back on Broadway, it was about the springtime, and it was my opening night, and I had so many people there, and it wasn't supposed to be that way, but they were just there, and it was like, oh, this is great. It's destined to be, and I was excited. I didn't care if I cracked or whatever. I was just very happy <laughs> to go on and play a lead on Broadway. Never thought that I would do that. And I get to songs that would be really, really simple in rehearsal. And then I'd be on stage singing them, and it would be a little bit harder to come out. And I was like, why, I was like, why is this not so easy? Like, what, what is the deal? I didn't change anything. I didn't do anything. I, you know, I warmed up. I did what I needed to do. And, you know, certain notes came out, but not the way that I wanted them to. Because sometimes I can be a perfectionist with stuff like that. But then again, I'm like, you know what? Whatever happens, happens. But that day I was so on the edge <laughs> that I stepped off stage and, and people, I was trying to explain my experience to some of the castmates. They were like, Adriana, it's normal because your adrenaline kicks in and it actually affects every element of your body to where you have to really focus and walk slower and breathe deeper, you know, supporting your voice in a different way. And it, it's amazing how the outside element can really affect something that's so internal and something that you feel so connected to and, and can do on an everyday basis. But being in the spotlight is truly, it's a task. <laughs> it's it, right. As fun as it is, as beautiful as it, as it is, it's really something, it's a roller coaster. <laughs> it really is. My God. And it must be also because your muscles tighten when you're under that kind of sure. stress, even if it's happy or excited stress, that adrenaline makes your muscles tighten. So you're talking about your diaphragm. You're talking about your vocal mm-hmm. cords. I didn't, I would have never even thought about that. Like having to Absolutely. deal not only with the challenge of, you know, being talented and refining your talent etc but also like once you're on stage not a freaking out and closing your mouth and having stage fright which happens to a lot of people but also managing the way that your body naturally responds to being stared at by hundreds or even thousands of people fascinating exactly so tell us about some of the roles you've played in the past and where broadway has taken you around the world my first role that I ever played was back in, in high school after I saw Guys and Dolls, and it was in Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. I played one of the wives and the butler, which is really great because they had the <laughs> two girls play the butler and the baker. So I love it. New. I've played a man before, so yeah. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. And then after that... Um, Oh, man, I was trying to think back because it's been great. My first uh, actual musical performance while I was in college was in Little Shop of Horrors. Um, oh, one of the one greatest. Of the oh, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, it was great. And um, I've also played Mrs. Harcourt in, oh, my gosh, get this, Anything Goes, <laughs> which was a total, <laughs> like, where did that come from? That was a real great experience <laughs> and a good testing tool for me. Um, it was fun, though. How did it and test you? It did because, you know, I... If you know the the show and and Mrs. Harcourt and and the show is set what in the early 1900s um, on a ship and you know, I'm playing a woman I'm playing it was it was um, colorblind cast so I, I'm playing the mother of another female that was like we're we're not the same race we're not <laughs> but hey this is great so I was like that was my first actual role that the school cast me in um and it was colorblind casted so that was an awesome experience but I was like wow okay that's great <laughs> um but some of the great roles that I've been able to play um were ha- actually happened overseas I lived in Germany for 
uh, three and a half, four years. And my first year there, I was one of the lead singers in Dirty Dancing, the musical. Then I moved oh to my Vienna. God, yeah, okay. that's amazing. Then I moved to Vienna, Austria, and I performed um, in Legally Blonde, the musical, or in German, it's called Natürlich Blonde. That's musicals. <laughs> and I, <laughs> do you speak German? Gay, and I do. I do. I fluently speak German now just because of that experience. And yeah, I, I don't regret that at all. Oh, so das I, ist Schönes. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Das ist Schönes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that right? Ich spreche yes. ein bisschen Deutsch, aber ich muss, lern, muss lernen jetzt. <laughs> ah, schön. Oh, this is wirklich cool. Yeah. <laughs> As soon as people start talking German, I'm like, yes, I, I go there. It's ein bisschen, ein bisschen. <laughs> I yeah, actually I minored in cool. it in college. That's very so cool. Oh, cool. Oh, danke schön, danke schön. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're oh amazing. God. You're my hero. Like, Let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, so I did that. I, I did Legally Blonde, and it was cool because Broadway actually came to me there. His Jerry Mitchell was our director, and we also had the creatives from Australia and London there. Uh, and I played the saleswoman, judge, and the cover Pilar. Um, played that, and then I went back to Oberhausen, Germany, and did Sister Act Duff Musical. I, I did that, and I was Michelle Cover Dolores. So, yeah, those were those Amazing. have been some of the wow best roles ever, and um, and not to mention playing Sarah in Ragtime. I, I love I love that musical, and um, I've also played Marlena in the Buddy Holly story, which is one of the Apollo singers. And I, I have to say, even though that's a very small show it was probably one of the best shows i've ever done so much fun so exhilarating to see these artists on stage actually playing these instruments and performing these iconic musicians of of the past it's it's really really great and yeah and then i went on to broadway after i came back from germany immediately after that and was a swing in the color purple revival in 2015 16 and then I was in Aladdin for a month, which is really cool. I got to play the fortune teller in Aladdin for a month this this year. And uh, it was pretty much like summer stock on Broadway. And, and that was right before I came here. I did little other minor things in between there. But that's pretty much the... Those are the roles that I really like and, and think about. As soon wow. As no big head. deal. Just a few. Just a couple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very thankful. I'm very blessed. I am very thankful to be a part of this uh, this community. I, yeah, I love it. My God, that's amazing. And really, this is just the beginning for you. I mean, yeah. in a long-term, you know, blessed Broadway career that's to come for you. I can already tell, yeah. you know, my spidey sense. Thank you. And so Thank this is just you. the beginning. That's amazing. So you talked about doing a play earlier, you know, in high school, mm-hmm. I think it was. And mm-hmm. what is the difference, in your opinion, between acting on stage for a play and performing for a musical theater? Right. Um, well, you know, I love plays so much. That's actually one of my dreams is to be in a play on Broadway, actually. Um, and one thing that I really remembered about working with just straight actors um, was the, man, the attention to detail as far as dissecting the script, um, the book. of the, For us, it's for musicals, it's, it's like the, you have the book and then you have the the music. But with you know, plays, it's just literally 
the play, the writing. And the one experience I remember, I did one in college where we, we would go back and we sit at the table and literally read through it over and over and over again. And then you're like, oh, at first I was like, oh, why are we doing this? Like I, I was a freshman in college. So I was like, I don't want right. <laughs> to keep reading this. I've already read this. I know what comes next. But I discovered <laughs> as you go back and you di- dissect and actually ask questions and talk to the other artists and like, hey, what do you think about this? Blah, blah, blah. It, it brings about so many hidden treasures that you did not see. You may have not have seen the first time. Um, and Whereas with musical theater, you have a lot more elements involved as far as dancing and and singing um, on top of the acting. And and it, it's interesting to try to disperse your energy in those three segments more so than just focusing all of your energy on the acting element of the show. But I'm, I'm extremely grateful to have had <laughs> been in a play before and to seen what it's like to actually to fully discover this, a, a character because there's some great, well-rounded characters written in musical theater with various shows that it requires this amount of study that I learned from whenever I'm doing a play that's that where that was all I had to do, you know? So, yeah, I'm very thankful, and I owe a lot to that experience to teach, of teaching me how to really dive into a character who sings as well or who may, who may dance as well and also acts. So... That's been my experience with that. It was great. Yeah, I, I find it so interesting because I think I often find people who have only experienced plays can sometimes feel turned off by the energy of a musical because they're used to the dedication to the character first and foremost, you know, which is what mm-hmm. the play is. Whereas I think a musical is the dedication to the story more so than the character. Right. And right. and of course there's dedication to the character because or else it's a terrible, you know, musical. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But at the same time, I think because you're dedicated to the essence of the song, the essence of the music, the essence of the situation, there's a lot more to actually balance in a musical because especially if you've got one with tons of intense dance numbers and let's say there's a huge ensemble cast and there's so many intricacies this is why I've always been obsessed with musicals since I was a little girl because it's just it's a magical world it's like a parallel universe to our own where everybody sings their feelings exactly (laughs) exactly when you can't you can't express anymore and while talking you have to let it out in song that's pretty much the explanation yeah and i think we should all do that yes (laughs) anyway speaking of which can you sing us a little something like a little a little snippet from one of your favorite songs of seely oh my gosh and go i'll put on the spot right now i'm trying to even think oh this voice i see like going back to warming up i haven't even warmed up yet so you don't have to but i'd be sad Um, here let's see let's think about something hmm God is inside me and everyone else that was or ever will be. I came into this world with God, and when I finally looked inside, I found it just as close as my breath is to me. I love that line. Yeah. I'm dead. The cultured podcast is over. I'm dead. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that I'm was like, so beautiful. To... Thank you. Thank you. I, I love it. I, I wish I was, you know, 
Nope. But nope. For it was beautiful. I'm Angelic. Glad that it, it touched you. <laughs> it really did. It really did. I have my producer in the room with me, and we were both kind of just like staring at each other, like, um, <laughs> this is so beautiful. So, um, we're going to take a cry break. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Adriana, thank you for being on the Cultured thank Podcast you. and for giving the crew a little uh, something to munch on and to learn so much about musical theater, the behind the scenes of how you bring these songs and characters to life and and really make your audience's lives a little bit richer by doing so. Th- so thank you. Thank you, Michelle, for doing this as well. It's really great. Thank you so much and lovely to meet you. Well, Adriana is my new hero. She is one of the sweetest people ever. And what an angelic, beautiful voice. I'm so glad she gave us a little taste of what she sings as Seely. And if you want to find Adriana, you can actually find her as Miss Adriana Hicks on Instagram and on Twitter as Miss Adriana Hicks. There's a little bit of a different spelling, so I'm putting all those links on the show notes. As always, you can also get to know her, see a photo of her on the show notes, etc., etc. Until next Sunday, when the next episode of the Cultured Podcast comes out, keep it classy, keep it curious. Keep it cultured. I'm Michelle Corey. Sean Powers is our producer. David Markowitz is our executive producer. The Cultured Podcast is a production of Zero Mile Media, made with love in Atlanta. You can listen to The Cultured Podcast on culturedpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, and anywhere podcasts are found. (laughs) 